Hi, welcome to the Voices of the Gig Economy podcast. Um, this is your host, Fatima Johori. Uh, could you introduce yourself? Hey, Fatima. My name is Jose Osorio, and I live in Queens, and um, I work two part-time jobs, and I'm currently in school, too. Uh, could you tell us more about like what kind of gigs or gig jobs you've taken before? Well, I'm currently, I've been doing Uber Eats since December 2018, and I'm still currently doing it. Um, it's less time now, because I used to do it full-time, now it's part-time. And what would you say are your motivations for working on this particular platform? The flexibility. Definitely, it's very flex- flexible. You can um, start the app whenever you want. You don't have to be in your car. You could be in your house. You just try to get deliveries and once you get the first one you just run out and go to your car and do the delivery so it's very flexible you can do whatever you want um 24 hours seven seven days a week and it's uh i would say if you do if you take it seriously and you you um sort of get you sort of know where the good spots are like the good times i would say you get at least minimum wage I mean, if if you have experience on it, you know where to go. You know where the restaurants are, where are busy. You can you can probably do well above minimum wage. So it's, so that's another plus. Um, are there any negatives to working on the on this gig platform? Well, you have to deliver. Like let's say you need to deliver. You're saying okay, I need this amount of money, so I have to work eight hours. Let's just say it's snowing or it's raining. You're gonna have to do it anyway. Like that doesn't really matter. Um, so weather, I would say, and sometimes for some reasons businesses are not. Uh, sometimes they close, and you're not really aware. Maybe it's their, you know, problem within the business. So you have to go somewhere else. You know, like that. that that's probably a couple of cons right there. How did you first get involved uh, working with Uber Eats? Well, when I first got uh, my car, I like. I had it for like six months and then a friend told me about Uber Eats and that he was doing Uber Eats and he was, you know, getting a good amount of money. And, you know, I wasn't in school at that time. So I said, why not? You know, let me just do it as a side. Maybe I can get more money off it. And it worked out. All right. And how would you say like, because right now we're going through a worldwide pandemic, how would you say... COVID-19 in particular has affected your work? You know, COVID-19 is uh, uh, like, uh, like a serious issue right now, but when we're talking about Uber Eats, it's definitely um, increased the popularity. It's increased the demand for Uber Eats drivers. So for Uber Eats, it's been very positive. Um, more, um, there's more opportunity because you know, as, as as you may know, restaurants are not doing 100% capacity for dine-ins. And before, once this was like in February and March, where it was like the big yeah. spike, um, it was just delivery in the beginning, which is excellent for Uber Eats. Then it started to be takeout, pickup, and then now I think it's 25% capacity. 
I don't know who knows what's gonna happen in the future, but for Uber Eats, man, like February and March was really, really good. Like there wouldn't be a second where I wouldn't be doing a delivery. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm expecting like your income to be much higher than it would be on regular day-to-day basis without COVID-19. Yeah, definitely it's been a spike for, for um, like earnings wise, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, would you say that like this gig work contributes to your overall income? And if so, like, what if, would you mind sharing with us like how much of it contributes to your income? So I'm only working, let's say, eight to 16 hours a week for Uber Eats. I used to work way more, but um, the income is like, let's just say I work 10 hours, I would probably be 30, 35 dollars an hour. So it'd be 335 dollars. And they don't, I mean, we got taxed at the end of the year, but at that moment, you don't get taxed. So you get all that amount. So, and that, that that's, that's cool because, you know, before I used to work full time in an office, it used to be minimum wage. And now with this gig, and I'm working in an office part-time just doing closings, I'm literally working 25 hours and I probably am earning more than I used to when I was just working full-time at a base $15. Yeah, so this is like an experience question. So when you first started working on the platform, was the page, like the wages actually higher than what you are getting paid now? Like, has there been a shift? in wage like a demotion or has the rate been the same this whole time for for the gig right yeah uh no every, everything has been the same uh for like because we get paid on the number of trips which will be one right then we get paid by the distance and the time approximate that, that would take for the entire delivery to take place meaning you go to the restaurant pick it up and then deliver it so they gave you base, and it's all math. It's like an equation. So based on distance and time, they pay you off. That that has not changed. But what has changed is before I used to wait, you know, in between deliveries, five to ten minutes probably, get another delivery. Right now, they're literally telling you while you're doing the delivery when your next one's going to be. So there's no waiting time. So that's why you, you're earning like 10 to $15 more right now due to COVID. I mean, I can see the spike in, like, demand for the platform itself. However, um, I would like to ask, like, do you think it has become more competitive as well? Because if there's a spike in demand for it and there's a sustainable income coming from it, I would assume that there's also, like, more people joining the platform to do it. So would you say overall it's a – like, it has been competitive or – it's becoming more competitive? Yeah, I mean, once March hit, I would say people were catching up on what's happening. People are shutting down, you know, their dine-ins. <laughs> I actually had a couple of friends that wanted to do it that didn't do it before. So I'm assuming there was more, you know, drivers that were available to do breeds. But I think the demand was much more than the drivers because you know there's more drivers but there's still like so many deliveries so i think the demand is higher than the than the drivers that have joined you know the the ones that have um, recently joined and the number has definitely increased because a lot of people have obviously lost their jobs and everything you you do need gigs right now and but i just think the demand is higher yeah i also (laughs) think like 
the fact that so many businesses are closing, the ones that are currently working are desperate to drive the numbers up and keep like things going because it is costly to run a business and they'd rather not close it. Um, do you see yourself like continuing this type of work in the future? Until I finish school, probably yes. And once I, you know, after school get a, a full-time job, you know, I need to be concentrated for a while. So I would say till I finish school, which is going to be around like a year and a half. And then I probably won't do it. Yeah, because I, I can see why like it's sustainable, but not enough to live on because it is a gig. Yeah, it, so. it's, it's a gig. And probably if I wasn't in school and I just wanted to work full time, it definitely wouldn't be um, in my schedule. It wouldn't fit in my schedule. But now it has to because I, I'm, I'm in school, but I, I need to earn money. And since it's flexible, I can do it at 1 a.m. So it, it's, 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 you know, I, that, that flexibility I need, I need right now. But in the future, probably going to be tired at 1 a.m. with my full time job. So it doesn't really fit. Yeah, to be honest, I think that's what attracts a lot of people to these type of platforms. Um, like, it's not even seen as a job or a career because most people see it, like, as a short-term thing. Or, like, to make ends meet. Like, most people that I've spoken to or have asked, like, about this particular type of job, they've only said, like, oh, I only do it when I have free time or, like, to mm -hmm. make ends meet or, like, extra cash, like, for hobbies. So, I can see why you would say that. Mm-hmm. Have you had any, like, interesting experiences or, like, with customers or companies, like, while doing Uber Eats? Because I feel like you must have run into, like, one or two people that, uh, as a, you have a crazy story to tell. That'd crazy be, story? It doesn't have to be crazy, but if you're willing to share. I mean, I've just been surprised how people have, um, have, um, have cooperated with me. I've run into some difficulties. But I've just been surprised because usually people that are hungry are not usually nice. But, you know, I, I remember one time, I remember one time I actually uh, spilled a drink because they gave it to me in a paper bag. It was really cold. It was a big drink, heavy. It went right through the paper bag as I was leaving. I had to explain to the customer, hey, um, I'm willing to go back to the restaurant, get you this. Um, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. And then he was like, no, it's fine. Um, I just got a refund, whatever. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, it happens. That was really interesting because I was like, like it, was, it was an expensive drink too. But another part, like I've gotten tips, you know, because of um, the distance. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you notice, wow, it's going to take me 22 minutes, 25 minutes to get to this house. This is a long trip. Some trips are five minutes. Some trips are one minute. And you kind of notice, and people notice it too, you know. They're like, you, I, I saw the app. I saw where you're coming from. Let me give you five, ten dollars. Like, and I'm, yeah, and I'm just, like, so grateful. And Yeah, they must be really appreciative, too, that somebody's willing to make the drive. Like you mentioned, it's a long distance. Yeah. So. Oh, and, and since COVID, too, tips have spiked up, too. People feel like, wow, you're doing deliveries during this season like thank you like i've gotten i don't i don't i don't i don't remember a bad situation i've had with like a client or a customer sorry um but yeah that's that's the experiences i've i've seen restaurants are also very nice to me too 
Yeah, to be honest, I feel like people have been tipping more. Like, personally, I've started tipping more, too, because I know the economy is, like, tanking. Mm. So I feel like this sense of urgency and responsibility to kind of, like, help people out. Because without them, I wouldn't have my food. You know? Like, I use these apps and these platforms, too, to get food when I can't make the walk there or drive there to myself so i'm like you're helping me out so i should be helping you as well exactly that's that's the return i get no of course like we should all be helping each other out mm-hmm. um does your like platform have rate a rating system for you because i know like uber drivers does so i was wondering if uber eats carries over like the system of reading yeah it's 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 very funny to me i i don't pay that much attention to it but it's it's really funny um so the restaurant rates you the the customer rates you and we can rate the restaurant and the customer as well it's it's, everybody's being rated so it's it's kind of interesting Uh, oh and sorry to interrupt but um based off the rating system uber can also um give you a penalty whether it's the customer whether it's the restaurant and whether it's the driver, they can they can they can do penalties when um, your your ratings are not at at the at the standard they should be. Yeah, I think the same penalty system carries over for the Uber drivers mm-hmm. as well. That's why I was asking. Um, but it's interesting that you guys get to rate them right back. Yeah. Does that apply to which deliveries you get to make? Is there a matches matching system per se? Like, based on your rating, like, they give you customers that have higher rating as well? Or it doesn't matter at all? Like, it's not relative? I don't think so. I don't think it's relative. But, like, to give an example, just a quick example. You you kind of have to rate the restaurant, maybe, because it they sometimes take long. And I have rated a restaurant before. That's, like, yeah. takes, like, half an hour to get the food. You know, I'm just, like, maybe this restaurant's a little, um... How do you, how do you say, like, um... Their, their organization is not good so you know it's kind of making it bad for us drivers so you get there and the food's not ready yeah is that what you're trying to say so yeah. like you're you gotta wait. ready to do your job and you gotta wait it's not there and you have to got it mm-hmm. i mean i would see yeah i can see how that affects your work um if you could change something about your gig right now if there was something that you could like change what would it be I mean, it can be something superficial or something about management or personnel, per se. Like, whatever you feel is necessary or a necessary change that could happen. Uh, I would just say, as of right now, you know, I think um, there should be, like, a system that can tell you... I'm not saying make the wages um, better. I'm just saying maybe get a clear estimate based on, um, like, past years. Yeah. Like, the seasons and all that. Like, I can make an inference, right? But, you know, sometimes I'm expecting it to be busy and it's not. Maybe maybe prior hand give you, like, an estimate of what you can earn that week or that day. Because you really go into it expecting... You, you can't expect um, what you're going to get. You know, sometimes you're surprised at how good it was. Like, I'm talking about pre-COVID. Yeah. And how it's going to be maybe post-COVID. You know, I, I went into it. Sometimes it's 30 hours. I mean, $30 an hour. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's 
12 well that's really rough 12 like that's like one delivery like there should be like a, a like an inference system i don't know because you go into it kind of kind of blind yeah you yeah. start out your day being like okay i wonder what's gonna happen so you would like them to incorporate a part into the algorithm that could tell you an estimate of how much you're gonna get per yeah. that day like before going into it yep or yeah that's very tough but there has to be some sort of um patterns they, they must have patterns of you know this day got this much this day got this much why maybe this maybe that they should put a little bit a little bit more time on that because they do try to give you an estimate like like on your delivery like mm -hmm. time and distance and it's pretty close but they should incorporate that before you start your um your day yeah or your week yeah. is there a quota like i forgot to ask this question like are you expected to meet like a certain standard or quota of deliveries uh by using the app is there a fee that you have to pay to them or things like that no there's no fee but um definitely when you haven't been doing uber eats yeah they do send you a notification saying um you know is there a problem we were here to help so they kind of do it they do kind of expect if you're in the driver pool for you to be working you know for you not to be like that for like like a long period of time they definitely but there's no fee or anything no you mentioned penalties before um what do the penalties entail for working like let's say you get a penalty um by uber uber east like what is the penalty sure there's, there's a lot of penalties actually that you have to kind of read a like a manual a, like, yeah manual um so you, you have to follow every every single um rule on the of the road so let's say a like in um like residential areas you have yeah. to go 25 even if there's nobody if you go above 25 the app tells you literally slow down it gives you like a red thing you literally cannot see where you're going if you're going over that so they they're really hard on that and and it keeps you on even if you're on the highway 50 you gotta be 50 and if you go 55 and up for like one or two minutes it's not like a second or two they literally can um suspend your your um your driving in uber for like a week or two and if you continuously do it they can permanently kick you out of the the, the uber driver that's app. crazy because i didn't think they'd be like gps tracking you yeah because the um the delivery has gps it literally tells you where right. to go yeah i just didn't think they'd be tracking your speed too yeah, speed. because you might like want a speed to get a delivery there quicker you can't yeah that's yeah and then some people i heard that some people walk to do deliveries if it's close by because yeah, you, you can, can pick that. and choose uh -huh. so i feel like yeah it's safe if you're using the app it's tracking and you're walking like you won't get a penalty for walking but like you mentioned like if you're going past 25 in a residential area like i did not know that they were tracking you yep. like i just assumed that they're you know you log in when you pick up the delivery and then you log back in again to notify them that you've delivered it you know share your location no, they, sh they um, you have to give them permission to, to locate you at all times when you're doing the, the delivery. That is crazy. That's the yeah. first time I've heard this. That's kind of scary, too, because there's no, like, privacy. It's precautionary. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like they know where you're at at all times. I mean, during a delivery. So, yeah, but, still, but like you're allowing it at all times. So that means even when you're not working, no, it's not, still in no, the no, background. No, 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 no. Only when you're doing a delivery. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, but like if you have the app on. Yeah. It's not tracking you right there. But when you take on a delivery, it tracks you when you're going to the restaurant and then going. Because let's say you like uh, an expected delivery was going to be like 20 minutes. You take like an hour and a half. That's another penalty. Like, what were you doing? You had the food <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's, that's another penalty. That's true. But maybe they were just being extra cautious to get the food there, you know? <laughs> they didn't want to get a penalty for speeding. So that's why the food took an hour to get there. Right? Maybe. I mean. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's mind boggling. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's all for today. Thank you so much for being here and for allowing us to interview you. Um, no problem. Yeah. Thank you, Timo. Great.